0: Hi, I'm Stacy, and I'm from Kingston, Jamaica. When I started working on this journal entry, Jamaica had reported 65 confirmed cases and 2 deaths. In a matter of days, we have since jumped to 196 confirmed cases and 5 deaths, despite the government working assiduously to control the spread. When we were at about 20 cases, the government ordered that there should be no public gathering of more than 10 persons. Prime Minister ordered the closure of bars and other entertainment establishments. Banks, post offices and other services once deemed essential have reduced their hours. Customers' hands are sanitized before entering and leaving every establishment. Surprisingly, the general public is adhering. Still, there is a fear that looms. People are even afraid to cough or sneeze in public. Schools have been closed since March 13th with some classes moving online. I was actually looking forward to completing my first year of grad school at the end of April. But I am now dealing with the disappointment of the semester being extended, since for us, classes didn't resume until April 14th my sister and i run a family restaurant we have been able to open while encouraging customers to order their meals online or do curbside pickup we still have our full complement of staff but we've had to reduce their hours we intend to keep everyone employed for as long as we can with only two days warning the Prime Minister announced an all-island curfew for seven days to commence on April 1st, limiting our usual Easter festivities. As I drove to the restaurant, I noticed the long lines meandering into the streets. People seemed frantic and more cars were on the road than usual as they prepared for the imminent lockdown. On the first night of the curfew as I drove home from work, the streets were inundated with police and sirens blaring everywhere. People were speeding to ensure that they get home before 8 p.m. Following the rapid increase in cases, the government sanctioned a complete lockdown of an entire parish on April 15, with little warning. Persons living in that section of the island are only permitted outside on Wednesdays and Saturdays during specific hours to purchase basic necessities. In all of this, there seems to be some amount of tranquillity with less traffic on the road and less people out in general. Contrarily, the mood also resembles a scene from The Walking Dead. Who would have thought that things could change so quickly? That globally, schools would have been transferred to online platforms mandated curfews, being quarantined at home, or that ports and airports closed. While we are complaining about not being able to find a good movie on Netflix, or we can't make our nightly runs to get Doritos and wine at the convenience store due to government sanctioned curfews, curfews to protect us really. But we still have comfortable homes, comfortable beds, internet and a fridge full of treats to satiate or gluttony. We must be mindful that there are people who are homeless, who have no homes to be quarantined in, no running water to wash away the germs or sanitizers to kill the virus. Social distancing is a privilege. Most of the ways to ward off COVID-19 are only accessible to the rich. We have become ignorant of death, and now death is making its presence felt globally. I do believe there are more pandemics to come, more natural disasters, just side effects of globalization really. We have to change how we do things from governments to the individual. We have to refresh our thinking to move forward in this post-corona world. It's a time to renew relationships with self and with those closest to us cultivate compassion in our communities and reset our moral compasses amid practicing social distancing. Is nature punishing us because we have turned a blind eye to the suffering of others? Or the destruction of the environment? Or just a nudge to remind us of our ephemeral time here on this planet?